Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had a question today asking me about the Brisbane Broncos and what I think their lineup will look like in 2022. And I must say, obviously uh, a little bit more excited coming off the back of their victory the other day, their fantastic victory against the Cronulla Sharks, which was awesome to see. But I must say that I think this Broncos team in 2022, it can be pretty handy. Um, it's a side that it has got a little bit more depth than what I expected, to be honest with you. It's going to have a couple of experienced guys that don't make their 17 for me that I think have got a lot to offer. So I do think that if they can keep that passion and what they showed the other day, I know it's one game, I get that, but I don't know. I just feel like this Broncos side, they have got more to offer than what they have this year, without a doubt. And I was having a look at their 2022 side. Obviously, Kurt Capewell comes in, uh, as about Adam Reynolds, two massive signings. I'm expecting Tevita Pangai Jr. to leave. We know that Matt Lodge has already left. So there are a couple of changes there. I haven't included TPJ. I mean, I think the writing's on the wall for him that he will be leaving soon. So I've taken him out of the piece. But I think I've come up with a pretty good 17. And there's a number of really handy players on the extended bench. So the depth is pretty decent. Look, 22, I think fullback, that's going to be one of the more interesting jerseys. At the moment, I would say it'll be Jermaine Isako or Tessie New. Unless they sign someone else to come in, I would say it would be one of these two. And... um, Personally, I probably prefer Osako. I've preferred him for a while. But Tessie knew the performance he put on the other day. Maybe he is ready. I've thought for a long time he's very raw. Uh, I think he's got exceptional talent, but I'm not sure if he's ready for first grade level. I think he showed the other day that potentially he might be. So I think either of these two guys, I know people want to bag Osako, but when he's confident and he's playing good footy, he really is a sensational little fullback. So there at fullback, I'm happy to go test New Osako. Uh, two guys that aren't going to be in your top-tier talent as far as fullbacks go, but two guys that are going to do a really good job. On the other wing, I think I would have Cobbo. I think that his performances this year have been really impressive. I think the Broncos have eased him in properly. Um... I think your wingers nowadays, you just need good finishers, guys with a little bit of X factor. Defensively, I haven't watched too much of him. I'll be perfectly honest with you there. But I think this Selwyn Cobb, I think he's got a little bit to offer. So I'd be going for him. In the set, the other winger, I'm not too sure. This is where one of the experienced guys will probably come in. Depends who's still at the club, who's available, who they go and get. I mean, the names that you're talking about here are probably Dale Copley, Corey Oates, David Mead, um, Isako or Tessie New, whichever one doesn't play at fullback is another option there. Uh, that's the position that I think potentially they could go out and get someone. Losing, losing Xavier Coates is a big loss there. In the centres, I think Herbie Farnsworth, he has locked himself in at one centre spot. I think he's a, an extremely underrated footballer. I've got really big raps on Herbie Farnsworth. I think he's a great little player and very underrated. The other centre spot um, is another one that you could have Tessie New or Osako, uh, depending on which one doesn't play fullback, depending on the other guy that plays wing. You could throw Dale Copley in there, a couple of other guys. It just depends who they pick at full. Back. That'll decide the rest of this back line pretty quick, smart, realistically. Obviously, Katoni Staggs has been there and thereabouts. He's been unreal at centre the other day. We hear that he wants to play 5-8. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think this team, they need to get the ball in Katoni Staggs' hands a couple of times, uh, you know, 25, 30 times a game instead of 15 times. He was so damaging on the weekend, and we've seen previously how damaging this guy is. 
I just think the more ball for Stags are better. So I'd probably move him out of center. So your back line, as I said, it's very dependent on who plays fullback. It's also, you know, a good chance that they could sign someone else uh, over the next couple of months that could come into that back line that I think would be really interesting. As I said, Tony Stags, I want him to have more fingerprints on that ball. I've got him at six at the moment to play there next year. Hopefully, no more injuries this year for Katoni Staggs, and we can see a fresh guy with a big preseason under his belt ready to rip in with the guy that, I'm sorry, I think they've been looking to replace Alan Langer since he retired, essentially. I think Adam Reynolds is probably the best seven to walk into this system since. I think he's the perfect sort of seven to walk into this side. They've always had talent. They're still going to have a really talented forward pack. Bit of strikeout in the back. So a guy like Tony Staggs as well. They just need a general to lead them around. So Adam Reynolds at seven, I'm really excited to see what he can do up there at Brisbane. Up front, Paddy Carrigan, he's going to be returning from an ACL injury. So I would start him with Payne Haas, one of the true leaders of this team. I think the, week, the game on the weekend was Payne Haas's best performance I've seen from him in a Broncos jersey. Um, just played unbelievably the entire game. He was sensational. Of course, came up with that big play at the back end uh, to end the run of the Cronulla Sharks. And the thing that stood out for me was that he came up with that big play when the Broncos were up by eight. They weren't up by four. They weren't up by six. The game wasn't on the line. The game was done anyway, but it just shows the passion that he has to that jersey, Payne Haas. And it's those sort of moments that are going to turn this club around and are going to make 2022 potentially a much more exciting and better season for them. In the second row, I've gone for the experience of Alex Glenn, a guy that I consider moving out of there, but I just think he's done too much for the club. So I've kept Alex Glenn there. And to partner here, I'm, I've got the man arriving from the Penrith Panthers, Kurt Capewell. Um, at hooker, sorry, I forgot to mention, I'm going to stick with Jake Turpin there. He will be by starting nine and potentially I could go 80 minutes with Jake Turpin. That'd be my hope next year, I think. Um, Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Obviously, a pretty young front row rotation in Carrigan, Haas, these sort of fellas. So I think I'm going to go with four forwards on the bench. One or two guys with a little bit of X factor, though. At 13, and this is my big gamble, and I know there'll be pushback on this. Excuse the pun. I am going to go with Tyson Gamble in this game. Uh, This is a guy that I think has just got so much ability. He's got so much passion. He's the sort of bloke that you want to play rugby league with, Tyson Gamble. I couldn't fit him in at six. I couldn't fit him in at seven because I want Katoni Stags close to the ball. I want Adam Reynolds in the team. I don't think he's a hooker. I just think he's a footballer, and I think you just got to let him go out and play. I think he'd be really good in the 13 jersey. Add a lot of X factor. He'd be a player that teams would have to keep an eye on. The other option could, of course, be playing Tyson Gamble at six, and then you could move Katoni Staggs to the centers, which could also work. But I'll tell you what, when you got three guys like Reynolds, Staggs, and this Tyson Gamble, I think I want them all on the ball. I don't want any of them being stuck down a corridor or whatever. They're three... Obviously, Adam Reynolds, he's going to be the chief for this team. He's going to lead them around the park. And then Staggs and Gamble, they're just natural footballers. Very different natural footballers, but natural footballers who just play with passion and they want to win on every single play, on every single set, every single game, which, you know, sounds simple. And, of course, everyone wants to win, but these two, they genuinely 
genuinely want to put the other team to the sword on every single play. So I have to have them in my 13 somewhere. You could argue Gamble could be on my bench and I could go for someone else at 13. I understand that completely, but I want him in my side. He just brings too much for me. On the bench, I've gone for four forwards. Jersey 14, Tommy Flegler. Jersey 15, I've gone for TC Rabati. He has really, really impressed me uh, so far this year in the games that he has played. He's got really good upside. Strong defensively, can play big minutes. We've seen him play 80. We've seen him play 60 minutes. I think off the bench as an impact guy, he would be unreal, as would Ethan Bullimore. Potentially the fastest leg speed forward in our game at the moment. He is unbelievable. I, I think people are really sleeping on this Ethan Bullimore. He's got a good try on the weekend. He's made a couple of breaks this year. But his leg speed around the ruck is just what is so damaging. And I think if you were to use him properly in a team like this where you bring him on for his leg speed to be really damaging, if you bring him on with maybe a Flegler and a Rabati, I think it would be lethal. The last guy I'm picking is a guy that I didn't even know his name a couple of weeks ago, but Paliasia, I think he has been unreal. He looks like a real talent to me. Maybe not that high-end, octane sort of Tavita Pangai Jr. talent, but he just looks solid to me. Got a bit of explosive power about him. Seems to be very reliable as well. So Paliasia, he gets my 17 jersey. You'll notice I haven't really gone with the utility on my bench. I just think with guys like Tyson Gamble, with guys like Alex Glenn, uh, with guys like Bullimore as well, you can cover a range of positions. You've also got Kirk, Kirk Capewell as well. So you can cover a heap of positions, as can Tony Staggs. Hooker would probably be a big worry if Jake Turpin went down. But, I mean, then you would just throw Gamble in. You could potentially throw Bullimore in there as well just to say do your best. I think Kobe Hetherington, he's going to be leaving at the end of this season from what I've gathered. If he stays, he would definitely push for a spot in my 17. So it leaves a number of guys that don't make my starting 17 next year for the Broncos, including Jordan Rickey. Asiata, Benteo, Jesse Arthurs, Richie Kennard, David Mead, Copley, Pakes, Corey Oates if he stays. So a heap of depth there for the Brisbane Broncos. I really do like this side. If they get a couple of injuries, they will be in trouble. But let's be perfectly honest here. That's the same as every other team in the NRL, realistically. I like the direction the Broncos are heading. I think Adam Reynolds is an unbelievable signing. I think Kurt Capewell sensational. I had a mate tell me the other day that they don't like the Capewell signing, that he isn't in the top 15 back rowers in our game. I think people still undervalue Kurt Capewell. He is reliable as all hell. He can move around a lot. He can jump into center and do a good job for you. He can jump in the back row. But I think the big thing about Capewell is that he comes from a winning culture, yeah? He comes from a team that... I mean, Capewell's lost two or three games in the last two years, yeah? He went to the Cronulla Sharks. He really impressed there. Before that, he came from absolutely nowhere, Kurt Capewell. Came through the Ipswich Jets um, system up there. And I just... I don't know. I just like Capewell. I think he's got something about him. I think he's a real experienced head now. I think he's a reliable winner that all teams sort of need. I think he's very undervalued. He doesn't have the high-octane, you know, offloads and the the short-kicking game and all this sort of stuff that a lot of the back rowers do. But, God, I think he's reliable as all hell, and I think on the right edge uh, for the Brisbane Broncos, he'll make a real home for himself and be really successful. And, I mean, now that he's walked into this side... I think he's going to be the only Queenslander Maroons in this team. So, very exciting. Tom Flegler's obviously been named in the extended squad, but I think it's good to have some Queenslanders back in there. It's what the Brisbane Broncos have been built off for so long. I think it's a really good signing. Obviously, my biggest play is probably having Staggs at 6 and Tyson Gamble at 13. I know there'll be a lot of pushback on that, and I understand that. But as I've always said, as I always said two or three years ago, 
This 13 jersey is made for footballers. Tyson Gamble, he is an out-and-out footballer. You don't give him too much structure. You just let him go and play. You just let him chime in there with Stags, with Reynolds. I think you'd sort of let Reynolds control the centre third, which you do a splendid job. And potentially you sort of give Stags always give him the open side. And I think you give Gamble sort of the short side and play that sort of 90 sort of football with these two. But there's a lot of ways you could go about this. Kevin Walters, he's an experienced, very experienced player, very successful player with a great footy mind. I'm sure he'll make the best out of this little combo that he can. Very, very exciting times for the Brisbane Broncos moving forward. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.